When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Get ready, Vikings Nation! Welcome to Purple and Gold for Days, where my friend and yours, Mr. Justin Day, dives headfirst into the Purple and Gold universe, delivering the latest updates and commentary on your favorite team, the Minnesota Vikings. What's going on, everybody? This is Justin in Rochester with Purple and Gold for Days, and this is a Vikings First in Skull production. What's going on, everybody? It is great to have you with me. The Vikings take on the Kansas City Chiefs tomorrow after coming off their first victory of the season against the Carolina Panthers. We'll break down the key matchups, what the Vikings will need to do to secure the W, and ultimately try to turn their season around with a two-game winning streak. But before I do, if you haven't already subscribed on YouTube to the Vikings First and Scold YouTube page, please subscribe there, as well as my channel, Purple and Gold for Days. We both have live shows all throughout the week and help us build this Vikings community. We're going around the NFC North. Why? Because after one win, if we can get two in the next three, we can still win this division. Boy, the Bears were winless. They ain't winless no more. And apparently Washington can hang and take Philadelphia to overtime, but they can't handle Justin Fields. Oh, <laughs> Detroit hosts Carolina. Maybe Carolina will be mad at themselves for losing to us and uh, hopefully take care of Detroit. But uh, I think Detroit's going to win that game. Monday night football, we got the Green Bay Packers going to Las Vegas. We got the Devonte Adams revenge game. I hope Devonte can get some revenge there. I, I actually think Vegas is going to pull that off, but I think it's going to be a close game. I really do think it's going to be a close game. Back to the real issues at hand, and that's our Minnesota Vikings. The first quarter O has got to go. The Minnesota Vikings have scored exactly zero points in the first quarter of games this season. Zero. That ain't going to work for the rest of the season, and it for dang sure is not going to work against the Kansas City Chiefs. You have got to figure out a way. I know everybody's going to say, well, just stop turning the ball over. Okay, we're four games into this, and we got 11 turnovers. You know, if you only had turnovers in week one, and you had one turnover in the next three games, you could legitimately say, okay, we have figured out our turnover problem. We're okay. No, 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 no. We're not okay. We are absolutely not okay, ladies and gentlemen. Zero first quarter points is not going to work it against Kansas City. Even if your defense comes out with their hair on fire and holds Patrick Mahomes to seven to ten points, you can't be down double digits against these guys at any point in this game because you're not going to be able to come back. No matter how good our offense can be when we are behind, here's what you got to do. You tell the scoreboard operator to put 14 points on the board immediately. So that Kirky boy, Kevin O'Connell, and the offense can act like it's the middle of the third quarter and they're down 14 points and just play F it ball. 
because that's the only way you're going to beat the Kansas City Chiefs. You have to score touchdowns. You cannot kick field goals. You cannot turn the ball over, and you cannot go three and out. But more importantly than that, you need to get off to a fast start. That's why I say the first quarter, oh, has to go. You need to be – you, and I get it. A couple of drives um, against, say, the Chargers and the Panthers, you were moving the ball right down the field until you turned the ball over. You can say we just need to cut out the turnovers all you want. But that we've been saying that for four weeks since week one. This is the fourth week we said that. Oh, the Vikings came into the season, and what did we say? Ah, well, we're going to just replace Adam Thielen with Jordan Addison, and that's going to make us even more explosive. We're going to get rid of Dalvin Cook, which, by the way, was the right move. Let's just be clear. But this running back by committee the last couple of weeks has taken off, and you're going to need all of the equipment against the Kansas City Chiefs. But I'm not seeing a top 10 offense right now until you clean up those turnovers, ladies and gentlemen. So you need to get on the scoreboard early and you need to do it often. No settling for field goals, like I said. It's only a matter of time. What kind of time? Time of possession. The Vikings are tied for 31st, almost dead last. Dead last in the NFL after four games in time of possession. Now, we can talk about what the offense needs to do. We can talk about what the defense needs to do. But ultimately, what the offense needs to do is keep Patrick Mahomes on the bench. The easiest way to stop him is to not let him on the field. So circling back to my first segment about the offense scoring points in the first quarter, the offense also needs long, consuming drives. Where, first off, you execute in the red zone, because we're kind of terrible at that. I think we're 10th worst in the NFL, partially because of all the turnovers, I know. But regardless, if the Vikings offense has, say, eight possessions, you got to score at least five touchdowns. You can maybe punt once or twice. That's it. And you can't turn the ball over. This defense played with its hair on fire last week. But honestly, if the defense blitzes as much against Patrick Mahomes as they did against Bryce Young, Patrick Mahomes will tear that crap up. He's got like 104 passing rating with, I think, 14 touchdowns and one interception when he's being blitzed. And I don't even know how many rushing yards the brother has. But all I do know is this. The offense needs to show out. The offense needs to go on long, time-consuming drives, and it needs to end in touchdowns. Yes, if you're tied and you're about to kick a game-winning field goal as time expires, that's the only time I want to see a field goal or at the end of the first half and you just didn't have any more time. That's the only time I want to see Greg Joseph lining up for field goals. That's it. Because field goals ain't beating Kansas City. I know they only scored 23 points against the Jets last week. The Jets' defense just a little better than ours. Our defense does not have a Quinn and Williams. It does not have a Sauce Gardner. I mean, I like Byron Murphy Jr. I do, but he ain't no Sauce Gardner. And the rest of the defensive line, yeah, you know, Davenport finally showed out last week. I can't use the nickname I had given him before because he showed out last week. And yeah, if you can get pressure on the outside from both of your defensive ends and you can contain Patrick Mahomes with the tackles, then you have a shot. But guess what? If you start bringing blitzes, again, that's less people in the secondary. 
and Mahomes can sidestep. He can move. He can throw on the run. So uh, uh, my guy Dave from Minnesota Sports Talk on Twitter I saw today, should we blitz Mahomes or not? And I'm like, no, because, again, he's going to nullify that blitz. You saw what Justin Herbert did to our blitz. And Patrick Mahomes better than Justin Herbert, also better against the blitz than Justin Herbert. So I say no. And if you do, it's got to be like once or twice, and it's got to be strategic, and it's got to be one of those. He didn't see it coming. He didn't see it coming. So with that being said, you got to win the time of possession battle. There'd be times where the Vikings have like 21 minutes of time of possession, and the other team have 39, where they're basically doubling you up. You can't do that to your defense. Your defense is what it is. We were hoping to improve from the 31st ranked defense. And I said to about 22 to 24 would be a reasonable expectation. An unreasonable expectation was, oh, let's just get to average around 16. I'm like, Brian Flores is a good coach, but he's still working with the same materials that O.L. Donashow was to a certain extent, minus Eric Hendricks and Patrick Peterson. And he was working with the same materials that Zimmer was his last year. So, yeah, we always talk about Kirk having multiple offensive coordinators and that this was going to be different because he's got the same coordinator for the second year in a row. But with all that being said, defensively, they are what they are. If they force a turnover and they force Kansas City to punt three times, that's all you can ask of them. You can't ask them to hold the Kansas City Chiefs to 23 points, even in your own building. You just can't. So I'll just leave it at that for now. Win the time of possession battle, and you have a shot of winning this game. But offensively, like I said, you have to score touchdowns on more than half your possessions. Like I said, if you get eight, you got to get five. If you get nine, you got to get five. If you get 10, you got to get six. Because if you have 10 possessions on offense, that means the other team's scoring a lot. A lot. And you can't expect your defense to give up six points the way it did last week. Just a step up in competition, if you ask me. When it is all said and done, it's going to be an uphill battle for the Vikings. It's not impossible that they win this game, but everything is going to need to go their way for them to have a chance. Patrick Mahomes is the best quarterback in the NFL and may someday take the mantle of GOAT from Tom Brady. The biggest advantage for the Chiefs is that they have a quarterback who is a Hall of Famer to be, a tight end who is a Hall of Famer to be, and a head coach who is a Hall of Famer to be. While the Vikings will have the home field advantage, they're going to need to bring all of the equipment if they're to have any shot of upsetting the Kansas City Chiefs. And on offense, no turnovers, no three and outs, and frankly, you almost have to be perfect. Is that fair? Not really. But you can't expect your defense to hold Kansas City to any less than 28 points. If your defense gets you a stop, you have to take advantage of it. The bottom line is this. Offensively, you take the number of possessions you get, cut it in half, and add one. So if they had eight possessions, they're going to need five, as in touchdowns. You don't kick field goals in this game, and if possible, you don't punt in this game. If you have a fourth and short, say five yards or less, on the Kansas City side of the field, you just take your chances. I know that would give Patrick Mahomes and the Chiefs offense less field to go. But realistically, it doesn't matter if you give Patrick Mahomes 50 yards, 70 yards, or 99 yards. 
No field goals in this game, unless it's to win the game at the end of the fourth quarter or it's the last play of the first half. I know it's unfair to expect perfection from the offense, but realistically, the defense is only going to do so much. If the Chiefs were to have eight or nine possessions and the Vikings got one turnover and forced the Chiefs to punt three times, that's a victory. You can't expect much more from this defense. Are they improved over Ed Donichel? Yes. But again, Patrick Mahomes, with no blitzers whatsoever, will pick you apart. And Patrick Mahomes against the blitz? Wow. He's unstoppable. 104 passer rating, 14 touchdowns, one interception against the blitz. Bottom line, offense is going to need to be perfect. Final score prediction for me, Chiefs 38, Vikings 28. They keep it within 10 points and are respectable. As much as I hate picking against the Vikings, I've picked them to win all four games so far, and they're one and three. Maybe picking against them will reverse jinx them and give them the opportunity for the upset. As I said earlier, please subscribe to both YouTube channels, Vikings First and Skull and Purple and Gold for days for content all throughout the season. Join Vikings First and Skull later today with two old bloggers, four o'clock central time. Thank you kindly for joining me as always. And for now, Skull to the next episode. This has been a Vikings First and Skull production. Thanks for listening.